Okay, this is my first podcast, but it's my third time attempting to do it. The first one was 10 minutes, and then I went into 20 minutes, and I just found out I'm very good at going on and on. I'm going to try to be a little bit more focused, although it is pretty much improvisational. But I am talking specifically about how I reacted to the impeachment judicial hearing with these Republicans and the... um, the Republican uh, professor, I was so disappointed in him and rather disgusted, frankly, and I, I couldn't imagine what his students thought. I mean, here's a guy that, you know, talks about this is impeachable, this is impeachable, this is impeachable for, for everything else. And but now it's time for him to say, OK, now say it. And he's like, mm, well, I don't really know. I think we need more information. Yeah. OK. It's obstruction, right? Well, I don't really know. I don't really see obstruction here. OK. Now I know you're just a political whore. Back off. Shut up. You're, you're, you're literally a plant. You're paid off to, to open your mouth up and say the contradiction of what you actually do believe. There's no way that you think that refusing subpoenas to witnesses, to, to testimonies, to documents, and firing people and threatening witnesses, that, that you don't believe that's obstruction. Because if that's not obstruction, then there's a whole new meeting of obstruction. Maybe obstruction's tomato soup. Is that what obstruction is? Tomato soup? I mean... What is obstruction but refusing to cooperate with the equal power of, of the branch of, of the House who is under investigate whose job is to oversight you? And if you refuse to be oversighted, what's the word? If you refuse to allow them to do their job and you're going to obstruct that, that's what obstruction is. So play stupid with somebody who's not, uh, you know, maybe somebody that doesn't speak English and that just looked at your expressions on your face and thought maybe you must... You know, they heard sounds coming out of your mouth, but nothing of it was an ounce of credibility. So right now, in my mind, you're just a political whore. Back off. Nothing you say that is matter. As far as the three Democratic professors, law people, everything that they said, well, it's basically, I mean, I learned some stuff, but basically it's common sense. And yeah, it's no question that this was a bribe. No question that this was obstruction and my favorite was when the woman had said well if i if you're in a hurricane or a flood or whatever her example was and you're you know you're dying you need to be saved and i'm the one i can save you but uh, before i do that i'm going to need you to announce about my uh, political um, opponent here that they're just a criminal or whatever i want you to say would you do that and before i throw you that raft uh yeah i'll do whatever of course because you know we're we're going to die if we don't make you happy. So we'll make you happy. That's just, you know, kind of. And she said, I think everybody would know in their gut that that's wrong. And you know what? She's right. Everybody knows that that's wrong. It, and all those Republicans who are looking you, and these are people that you elected, by the way. Maybe not the people listening, but, you know, Americans elected these Republicans who sold their souls, who became political whores for the common good of their own ass at the expense of the nation's security, at the expense of so much, so much, so much, at our constitution, of our democracy, of our national security. They sold out because they all know, because they're all a lawyer, they're all lawyers, they know what obstruction is. They also know asking what quid pro quo is, and it bribery quid pro semantics shut up you want something for something of value to you 
You, you solicit them to do something you want in exchange for whether they, whether you got caught or not, it's irrelevant. And you know that because you're an attorney. So shut up talking to Americans as if you think that they're stupid. That's insulting. Even the people on Fox and Friends, they're not idiots. They're just liars. They all know that's bullshit. They're, they're professional liars like, like Trump. They're all gaslighting you because they have their agenda. Maybe, I don't know, maybe Putin owns all of their stock. God only knows. The point is, is we're not stupid and we're offended when you act like we are. So the bottom line is this. I got very offended at the Republican professor who was saying you should maybe, you know, spend a little more time trying to hear what other people had to say, fully knowing, remember, he didn't know what obstruction was, uh, or that do we have enough obstruction, fully knowing that President Trump completely stonewalled every bit of this impeachment and announced it to the cameras, so we're not, it's not hearsay, that he's going to fight it every step of the way. So the people that we asked to come up and speak and were testified, he said, don't do it. The only people that testified were the brave, amazing uh, servants of public, public career servants who have been there for uh, in the ambassador, the, um, the, uh, well, what was her name? God, she's a hero. They're all, well, you know, all of them. I can't think of their names, but all of those amazing, and most of them women are, I got to say that women are just blowing my minds away. I mean, they're so impressive and so brave and so, so, uh, so patriotic. So just so much more than these Republican senators who are such wusses. It's so repulsive. Okay. So let's go back to the repulsive senators. Why, you know, there's people that saying, okay, Lindsey Graham, you know, Trump must have something on him, photos of him and little boys, something repulsive, something horrible. Yeah. Maybe he does. Okay. That would not surprise me in the slightest bit. Or, okay, that makes sense for one person or two, maybe a handful, but every single one of them. Are you going to tell me that the entire body of Republican senators are all spineless cowards? All of them just happen to be, and they all hate the Constitution. They hate our democracy so bad. The oath that they took they swore an oath to, they cannot stand it so bad that they are all just going to let all future and, and present presidents and candidates call on Russia to cyber attack us and call on Russia to get dirt on all these people and uh, China and Ukraine and, you know, they're good with that. That they, they want to change that ruling now. That every they, they want to say, let's make that part of every year, every four years. Um, in fact, there's six Democrats running. So, or was it six, seven, whatever now? And why don't we just get them all together, together, and say, Russia, if you're listening, if you get any of us elected, we'll do this to Trump for you, or we'll do this. Da da da. Obviously, they would not be okay with that. But so why are they okay with it for Trump? This is my theory. This is what I believe. I believe this all has to do with what 
what Sondland said and testified about. We already know Juliana A.G. Barr were the big, you know, front runners, and that Secretary Perry and who resigned, all these people, Bolton, who said, I'm not going to be a part of this drug deal, all these people were in the know. Because someone said everybody was in the know. Everybody was in the loop. And everybody's a broad word. And I would say and argue that these Republican senators that are desperately clawing, scratching and clawing, trying to get out from the obvious is because they too are included in the everyone. They were in the loop. They were in the know. I mean, come on. Narcissist sociopaths are going to let everybody know because if he goes down, he's going to take them with him. He's got to give them incentive to fight for him. So why wouldn't they know? In other words, it wasn't just Deep State. It wasn't just Mulvaney. It wasn't just A.G. Barr. It wasn't just Giuliani. It wasn't just Trump. It wasn't just the aides. It wasn't just the ambassadors. I believe it was the Republican senators. I believe they all were in on it. So if they were all in on it, then they were aiding and abetting. That means they're guilty of knowingly being complicit or going along with this crime. And wouldn't that make them now have to be investigated, questioned, and wouldn't they have to lie on oath or tell the truth and risk going to prison themselves? And could they even vote? Could they vote if they are a part of the conspiracy? They're, they shouldn't be able to vote. Okay, They shouldn't be able to vote if they were in the know. Their vote should be not count because they are voting to protect their asses because they were in the know. That's my issue. And, and that's what I believe. I believe that just like we just found out about Nunes, you know, his phone calls from Giuliani uh, and the budget people, all that, he, that he's part of it. He's part of the deep state conspiracy conspiring to get and manipulate the Ukraines to bend to the will of President Trump. And they all did his bidding. And the Republican senators who are gaslighting you and Fox and friends who are gaslighting you. Everybody knows this, but the people that are busy with their lives, going to school, taking their kids, doing all this stuff, they don't have time to, and they're not obsessed with this like some of us are, mainly me. So they're not in the know. They're not watching it. They get these tidbits and maybe they're turned on the Fox friends. They're not maybe watching CNN or MSNBC or the public stations or the reading the Times or the Washington Post. They're busy with their kids and their husbands and their jobs and their hobbies and their churches and their temples and their jogging and their gyms. And, you know, they don't have time to keep on top of all this. So they're getting whatever they get on their way to their job or in the morning, listening to this tidbits, and they just don't know. And that's what these Republicans are banking on. They can say enough smear, enough lie, enough bullshit to make it seem like the president of the United States is a victim of the Democrats and that they have, will never impeach him under any conditions because he's done nothing wrong. When they're 
not only is it, did he do something wrong, but they were a part of it. In my opinion, I believe it. That's what I'd like to get to the bottom of. That's what I'd like to find out. I would like them to be questioned. I'd like them to be take the sworn oath and be questioned because I just don't believe that when you look at Lindsey Graham, for example, who's saying you don't have to, doesn't have to be a crime to be impeachable 20 years ago. And suddenly he's like, well, if they, if they had something besides this incriminating letter a transcript, phone transcript, something besides that, because that's still not offensive to me, then I'd be really upset. Okay, well, we just gave you 12 people to testify that they overheard from their own ears or from their own people or from their own experience. And now you're not outright. That means that you were never were going to be outraged. That means that you already knew. That means there's not shocked. You already knew. And you're just really shocked that we found out. Because you're shocked that people came up because you don't have any balls. You're shocked that the women do and that they came and testified. The people that he tried to intimidate, it didn't work because they were women. And they were smarter, braver, and more courageous and way more patriotic than the entire body, the entire body of the Republican senators and all the men. So that's my thought. thought. Those are my thoughts. Certainly not my thought. Because there was a whole lot of them streamed together. And it certainly wasn't rent. I get that. But that's my feeling. Is that they shouldn't be allowed to vote. I would like to see them questioned under oath. As to what extent were they involved. And knowing when did they first know. When did they first decide to cover up instead of confess. Or, or bring this to the forefront of the uh, whoever they needed to do that for. My first and last, no, not my last. Well, maybe it is. Who knows? But it is my first podcast. Yay. And it's under 15 minutes, which is probably a miracle. Anyways, there may be more or this may be the one and only. We'll see. Until I speak again, you can tweet with me at Simply Margulis on Twitter. And uh, we'll take it from there. Bye now.